Hey everybody, it's Junior Steven Rivera launching off my new podcast where called The Comeback Stories, where we go into the career of athletes and talk about how they've come back from injuries. Today we're going to be talking about an unlikely hero for the Seattle Seahawks, who through 10 games has led them to a 6-4 and record and currently leads the NFC West. This quarterback is Geno Smith. He has had a career full of injuries and below average play. But now, at age 32, he has had a career year where his teammates have put the trust into him as as well as Coach Pete Carroll. At West Virginia, Geno Smith really made a name for himself. He broke 71 records at West Virginia, most most of any player in their football team's history. At 6'3", 215 pounds, scouts were impressed by Geno Smith's arm accuracy and and some speed to top it off. In total, Smith threw for 11,612 yards, 98 touchdowns, and 21 interceptions. Despite these records, Smith did not get any All-American honors or even an All-Big 12 first team. Despite the lack of awards in his college years, the New York Jets saw his potential and selected him with the 39th pick in the second round of the 2013 NFL Draft. The Jets were moved on from quarterback Mark Sanchez and put Geno Smith in the starting role week, week one where he will beat the Buccaneers in a come-from-behind victory, 18-17. The season itself for the Jets was a mediocre season. They finished 8-8 and and second in the AFC East. It was a massive step up because they did beat the Patriots, who led that division that year, in an overtime game. Geno Smith himself had a below-average season. though. He threw for 3,046 yards, 12 touchdowns, and 21 interceptions. Now, for any quarterback being rushed into a starting role in week one in the rookie season is difficult and that's shown throughout the years but clearly here it shows that it gave smith a hard start to his career one that many can argue messed him up for a large large part of his career 2014 for the jets was a worse year as they finished four and twelve geno smith himself started 13 games that year and an aging michael vick started three that year, Geno Smith finished with 2,525 yards, 13 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. A massive step down from the year before. Now, 2015, in the preseason, Geno Smith got into a fight with a defensive end and ended up with him having a broken jaw. So Ryan Fitzpatrick, a quarterback that the Jets took as of their backup, ended up starting and led them to... 3,905 yards, 31 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions through that year. In 2016, Fitzpatrick would regress, and Geno Smith would end up getting a chance to start again, but then would go down with an ACL injury, and that officially would end his tenure with the Jets. Geno Smith would then sign with the Giants to play as the backup to Eli Manning. And for a short one-season tenor, Smith came in to relieve Eli Manning late in a fourth-quarter blowout between the Rams and Giants. Smith impressed when he came in and was able to snap Manning's 210-game starting streak when he started Week 10. He played okay, but he had two first-half fumbles and was not able to lead the Giants to victory. This would be the last time he would play for the Giants. In 2018, Geno Smith signed a one-year contract with the Chargers to play back up to quarterback Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers would start the entire season, but Smith would only get a minuscule amount of playing time 
when the Chargers were ahead by a significant margin, he would come into relief and play out the rest of the game. In 2020, he would start his time with the Seahawks as he signed as a backup to Russell Wilson, but he did not get any playing time in 2019. 2020, he had the backup role to Russell Wilson again, but it was more of the same. He came in for one game and a blowout in a Week 14 matchup between the New York Jets where the Seahawks were winning 40-3. 2021 was different for Geno Smith as in a Week 5 matchup between the Los Angeles Rams, Russell Wilson would exit the game with a finger injury after his finger hit the hand of a pursuing Aaron Donald, who a star edge rusher for the Los Angeles Rams. Geno Smith would come in in this game and solidified his role as starting as well Russell Wilson was out with injury. He lost his first two starts, an overtime game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and a defensive-led game against the New Orleans Saints. He would then go on to blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars the next week, 31-7. He performed well, throwing for 195 yards and two touchdowns. The Seahawks would then go on a bye week before Wilson would return in Week 10. The span of games showed that Geno Smith was a prolific backup, and if Russell Wilson were to have gotten hurt again, that they had a quarterback that could win them games. Now with this, Coach Pete Carroll had a decision to make. He could either go with the young Drew Locke, who was a lot more loose with the football, but had a little bit more upside with his age and potential, or he could go with the old reliable Geno Smith. Now, on paper, this quarterback controversy doesn't seem too important, but clearly it had a big impact as Coach Pete Carroll decided to take Geno Smith, and he has not been sorry since. Geno Smith started off week one against former Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, and he beat them 17-16. to In a post-game interview after that game, he said in an interview, they wrote me off, I didn't write back. The Seahawks would go on to lose to the 49ers and Falcons in back-to-back games. Geno Smith himself played well through those two games, but the defense could not hold their end. Geno Smith and the Seahawks would then go on to Detroit, being, both teams being 1-2, and two, and they would begin what was an offensive shootout. Smith would end the game with 320 passing yards, two touchdowns, along with 49 rushing yards and an additional rushing touchdown, as the Seahawks took down the Lions 48-45. to This week he would win NFC Offensive Player of the Week honors in Week 4 following his performance. Smith himself would go on a hot streak where he threw against the Saints. He would throw for 268 yards and three touchdowns and a 39-32 loss. Smith would then go on to lead the Seahawks on a four-game win streak, beating the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Giants, and the Cardinals again. The Week 8 victory over the Giants was a a huge stamp on the impact Smith had, as the Giants have emerged as a top team in the NFC. In that game, Smith threw for 212 passing yards and two touchdowns. Over the span of October, Smith led the Seahawks to a 4-1 record, giving him the NFC Offensive Player of the Month honors. In the most recent game, Smith threw for 268 yards and two touchdowns in a 21-16 loss against the Buccaneers. In a season that really seemed hopeless for the Seahawks, Smith has led them to a 6-4 record through the first 10 weeks of the season. He has thrown for an impressive 2,474 yards, 17 touchdowns, and 4 interceptions. That is the numbers of an efficient quarterback, and more efficient than most quarterbacks. 
This is much different from the narrative that the early part of his career played on him. Seahawks running back Rashad Penny expressed how much more he enjoys playing with Smith than Wilson. As he said, I feel more free running the ball when the quarterbacks aren't messing with the plays. Now, most quarterbacks' careers do not peak when they're 32. And especially most quarterbacks do not come back from the misfortune that quarter that Geno Smith has had. But Geno Smith's story shows that maybe we shouldn't give up on quarterbacks too fast. A lot of a lot of teams had the right to not take Geno Smith, especially after what he displayed early in his career. But the Seahawks gave him a chance, and now they're six and four along with the massive trade haul that they received after trading with Russell Wilson. And not to mention, the Denver Broncos are having a very underperforming season where that might benefit the Seattle Seahawks because they'll have, they have their first-round pick. So the, be- the worse the Broncos do, the better pick that the Seahawks have. It shows that maybe teams don't need to give up their entire future for a quarterback. The Seahawks came into the year not expecting much from Geno, but... He's throwing the ball efficiently, and that's all that most teams can ask for out of a quarterback, especially one like Geno Smith.